Welcome to Embrace Your Journey, a podcast about creating a life you love, embracing the journey you're on, and realizing it's up to you to be in the driver's seat and live your best life. My name is Carol Davis. I'm an artist and a storyteller who's filled with grace and guts to squeeze the most out of this awesome life. I love journaling and helping others discover their path through creative writing and expression. Welcome to finding your way, learning new passions, and figuring out the real you through self-exploration and dream building. So welcome back to the new year. How many of you have chosen a word so far? So choosing a word of the year. Last year, we chose a word of the year, and I've been doing this now since 2015. Basically, you can choose your word or your word chooses you. For me personally, I have found that my word has chosen me, or it's just one of those things where the same word just tends to reappear and pop up. And it's like a theme for the year is the way I like to look at it. What we did last year was we had a box of words and either you could pick your word from the box and just kind of go with it, or you could kind of let your word evolve and come to here and I actually have the word that I chose and it's right here and it was value um I I would say I value people a little more but like you said think about this year's word and I have like a few words in mind but I want to find one word that like represents all of the words I'm thinking of. so I will definitely have to do something I have I have to think about that but a lot of my stuff on the board like that I want to do, I'm still planning on doing, or I have done more of, or got accepted into or whatnot. So Tabby, one of the things that we did last year was we did vision boards. And as Elena showed, they are, uh, or they were little foam boards. What are they like an 11 by 14, maybe give or take. You can make it whatever you want. I've had cork boards before and I called it my living breathing vision board because then that way it wasn't anything permanent. I could move things around, you know, as I did things, I put it on one side of the board or the other or whatever. What I have behind me is the board that I made last year. Get this out of the way. And I'm kind of like Tessa where my word of the year I did, um, I did a vision boarding group with a bunch of other women and we went through this meditation practice and so on. And when, when I did the meditation, the word that came to me was relieved and relief. I can tell you that nowhere in 2020 for me did that word come into play other than relief of not getting sick. Oh, I have coffee here. Thank you, Tom. You can stick your head in and say hello. This coffee just magically magically appears from Where nowhere. Where am I? Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Change your camera around. Okay. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> anyway, so when I look back at that word, uh, relief that I didn't get sick, relief that family members didn't get sick. So yes, I can play that into it. But when I go back to words that I had previously. And I just kind of made my own list so that I would remember because Tessa, like you, I will forget, especially as, I mean, it's just real life, you know, but what I've done is I've gone back and I keep track of these words that I've had throughout the year 
And then I kind of reflect on them and say, okay, well, how did that work for me during that time? And did it really resonate for me? The word that has resonated the most is release. I can't tell you how much I got out of that word alone, both physically, mentally, emotionally, et cetera. In fact, by the time I got to 2019, I was like, I'm not done with the word release. I still need to use it. So I even, even though I had the word prepared, I came up with release more. So it's okay, even if a certain word still resonates with you, if you're not done with it, to, to, to continue on with it. So my word for 2021, and it took me a while to, to come up with it, um, but my word is purpose. And for me, purpose could be purposeful, purposely, on purpose. Um, there's so many different ways that you can use the word purpose. And I personally like words in general and like to dissect them and read into them and look at the definitions and so on and so forth. So when this word comes to you, let it be what it is. And if it doesn't work for you, it's okay to change it along the way because there's no rules, okay? Um, so the word of the year, it's just fun, if nothing else, to pick out a word and just see how it affects you and how it resonates with you. It could be a goal. I mean, it could be anything, just um, sleep. I mean, you could word the use the word sleep. In the past two days, I have actually had more than four hours of sleep. The first night I had 11 hours of sleep solid. That's unheard of. And then last night I had eight hours. So if your word is sleep for the year, what do you need to do to focus on getting more rest? When we sleep, we heal. And so my, I'm doing this on purpose. There's my word. I am purposefully focusing on being a better me. How can I be a better me? More sleep, be rested. And when I rest, I'm healthier. So you see how all of that ties in at one time. So one of the things that I wanted to talk to you today was goal setting. So first of all, let me ask you, do I have all three of you for both lunches? Are you going to have to bug out on me? Okay, good. Great. So goal setting and short-term, long-term, so on. Here we have the vision board. So one of the things that caught me in a big funk last year because of COVID was this item right there. I had written out my budget and by the fall, I was gonna do a Pacific Coast tour on the West Coast. I was gonna do that whole drive down the, the countryside and see the monarchs. I've got monarchs here somewhere, monarch visit and so on and so forth. And I started looking at my board and all I saw because of COVID was the things that I couldn't do. And so for me, it was a reminder of that which is not what this board is all about. This board is all about the possibilities and the dreams and not giving up. And so when I got in my little funk, I took this and I closed it and I took it down and said, well, I can't do anything anyway. In retrospect, what I really should have done was yes, maybe close it up because at that point in time, Beyond my control, there was nothing I could do about not accomplishing these goals. That was something that, I mean, for all of us, right down to you guys going to school, 
as much as you maybe wanted to go to school and see your friends, it's just not happening right now. It's out of our control. But what is in your control is Zoom calls. You can still see your friends. You can still talk to them on the phone. You can still physically see them as long as you're not close to them. There are ways that we can work around still having that fulfillment and still setting those goals and accomplishing the things that we want to see. We weren't able to do the GALS lead program, but yet we did. We completed the GALS lead program and Elena remembers through to the first week of June by doing the Zoom calls. They told us we weren't allowed to, but we did it anyway. We don't talk about that, right? Because there's ways <laughs> that you can get, we weren't hurting anybody, you know? And it was important that we still had a certain amount of consistency and that that people still were able to see. And I mean, at one point we even had Mrs. Summers on the call with us. So we had the support and there, and that's the thing to remember too. When something is right, it's right. And you do what you need to do to make it right. We were talking about the word of the year. Uh, Miss Gray, have you chosen a word of the year? Um, a word, I haven't really thought too much about it, but let me see. A word of the year would probably be gratitude, right? Thankful for, um, you know, um, we can always look at this situation as being, uh, you know, bad or horrible, but um, I think my focus is being grateful for the time I have with my boys. For those of you who don't know, I have two teenage boys, so it's just been some really good time. So I choose gratitude. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, and I was explaining that my word for the year is purpose and how purpose can be used in so many different ways, whether it's on purpose, purposefully, what is your purpose, and so on and so forth. So I'm revisiting the vision board here, but this year I'm not necessarily calling it the vision board because for me personally, I think vision board has been overused. And so what I want to call it is my dream board and my goal setting. So dreams and goal setting, because if you don't have those goals, then where are you going? You know, what is it? A wish is a, um, a dream is a wish your heart makes. And then there's another terminology, I forget it escapes me, um, about having a wish, but if you don't have a plan for it, then it doesn't materialize. There's other elegant words and I don't remember what they are. I should have written it down and I didn't. But anyway, so I pulled out my vision board again because realistically, the things that I put here last year still hold true. And we're at a new, we're at a new year. So what I wanted last year has not disappeared. It's still there. It's just, it may look differently until we're able to do things differently. So for now, for example, I have a Monarch visit over here. I wanted to do that in person. Obviously we're not able to do that, but can I go online and research Monarchs? Can I see videos of Monarchs? Can I see live calls? of other people who are with monarchs? Absolutely. So we have to get creative in the ways of fulfilling what we want to do right now. And if that's truly something that we want to do in the future, 
it will spark that and cause us to want it even more so. So one of the things that I wanted to show you that was on my vision board is down here in the corner. And of course I used the foam board so that I could use my little, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, push pins, these things, um, to move and change it around and that sort of thing. So one of the things that I had on my board is photographic craftsman. So your photographic craftsman degree is when you get a degree with the Professional Photographers Association for teaching other photographers photography. So I had put up, I wanted by the end of the year to have accomplished that goal. And I did. So this is what you do. You put these goals and these dreams and these accomplishments up. And even though we were in the COVID quarantine lockdown situation, I still was able to teach my classes online, get my degree points. And two weeks from now, we can have two weeks is our degree ceremony where I should be in my flowing gown in person in Texas, receiving my degree, which I'm not, it will be online. And I like our graduates have had to suck it up and something that I work so hard for, I'm gonna have to do online. But the fact is I still get to do it and that's an accomplishment that I made. So it's important that even though it doesn't always look like what we wanted it to look like, we still make those accomplishments. We still set those goals because in the really full scheme of things, that was my ego that wants to be able to walk across that stage and put the medal around my neck. The bottom line is I earned it and I own it. And now that gives me more credibility in my business that I've walked the walk and I've done the work to accomplish it. And that's what our goals are all about anyway, isn't it? To push us a little bit further. So a lot about vision, dream, goal setting. So now let's talk about some goal setting, short-term, long-term. So I want to go around and ask if any of you have set any goals for 2021. So Tabby, we'll start with you. Um, so my big goal for the year is to take home the National American Miss Maryland teen title in August. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when is the pageant for that? Because like I say, I went to the the Miss Maryland one like last year and it actually it wasn't last year. It would have been the year before that. Because let's face it, we have a year gap there when we try to reference back to time. Um, so when do they do that? Um, pageant season is in the summer. They haven't set the dates for it yet. So our pageant was supposed to be August 1st to the 3rd, and then they pushed it to September. So they haven't told us exactly when it is, but it's just, it's going to be in the summertime. Okay. So now from a goal setting point of view, what do you need to do to move forward and accomplish that type of an achievement? I need to do some fundraising. I need to talk to potential sponsors um, to help fund me because my parents aren't funding me in this. So I have to do it all myself. Um, so I have to figure out how to get that money. Um, and I've also created a budget. So I'm going to like, I have like steps to follow. So like once I hit this much money and I've got this covered, then I can put money towards good headshots and I can put money towards coaching. So it's sort of like my goals um, are things that I want to do based on where I am financially. Gotcha. So now do you have a um, do you have a board that 
that plots all of that out and shows you. I have a Google spreadsheet that's a budget, but it's not like anything formal um, of that, no. Well, and it doesn't necessarily have to be anything formal. And, and I guess I go old school and I'm very much an analog person when it goes to that. Um, so like I see behind you, there's a mirror. Is that true? Right behind yes, you? There's, there's a, mirror. a mirror. Okay. I'm guessing that every morning that's the, one of the first places you visit is that mirror. I'm guessing like when you get ready or yeah, well, like that, or, in, in normal times. Yes. Okay. And so on another note, the mirror, like maybe in your bathroom, do you have to share a bathroom? No. Okay. So it's your bathroom. So what I recommend to you is get yourself a dry erase marker. Okay. Just like you use on your right on wipe off board mm -hmm. and start using that mirror in your bathroom as your action plan board. So okay. you're going to write your goals, your dreams, your inspirations. You're going to write it right on that mirror because the great thing about the dry erase board and the mirror is it wipes right off again. You can reset, restart. And the bathroom typically is the first place you go in the morning and the last place you are at night. So that'll be the first thing you see in the morning and the last thing you see at night. You're setting those intentions. You're setting those dreams and goals. You're seeing it every single day. So put those things that are important to you in places that are in front of you. Make sense? Um just a, just an idea on top of doing that do you think it would be like weird to almost like make the wallpaper on my computer since i spend so much time at my computer um something like that too sort of just like with images and things i that... think that's perfect okay. i think that's in fact on my own computer i have it's i forget what it says it's um something about um your intentions and and whether you do or you don't is completely up to you and so you can change that you can change your screensaver mm -hmm. so that, you know, if you go in and you do different memes or different motivational tips and terms and that sort of thing, so that even when you walk away from your computer and you come back, it's a solid scroll of motivation. Anywhere that's going to give you motivation, take it, grab it, do it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'd yeah. also like to offer, um, Tabby, um, is making um, like deadlines. So like by... This day, I want to be done with my headshots, um, even to the point of who you want to, to give you headshots. We have a perfectly uh, wonderful photographer here. <laughs> you didn't know that, but yes, she's definitely one I just of didn't best. know she did that. <laughs> I'm sure she'll do it for you. But um, yeah, so making sure that you have those deadlines, like specific dates. You said it's in the summer, correct? Okay, so you need maybe a month and a half for one thing. We have about four months, so you kind of have to divvy that out and, and make sure that you have your dates so that, you know, we can make that goal. And, and you have support. Make sure you ask us for what you need. Yeah. Exactly right. Or if it's something that we're not able to help you with, we may know someone who can. Absolutely. I mean, two people, you know, before you've got Cassie Lacey, who is a Miss Maryland, and you have Jan Barnes, who was Miss Mississippi. And I guarantee you ask either one of them, and they would love to help you and point you in the right direction of what you need to do. And if they don't know, I'm certain they know the people who do. So write down the acronym SMART. 
Measured, specific, measured. Measure is M and what's, um, um, I have it written down. Attainable. Attainable. Yeah. So it's specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. So like you said, setting a time. Um, so when you set these goals, whether they are short-term or long-term, you want to apply the SMART technique to that because then it makes you accountable to yourself. And really, overall, that's probably the most important person that you want to be accountable to is, are you doing what you have set your own expectations to? And sometimes we are our hardest critic, really. So um, that's just a good a good process to use. And then there's different ways that we can go about in using those. And part of those goals should involve self-care. And because if we are not healthy, if we're not taking care of ourselves, then we can't benefit anyone else in the long run either. So that's one short-term goal for me is to make sure that I get my vitamins every day and to make sure that I get a decent sleep. And if I'm not, then I need to reevaluate how I'm spending my day. So that's it for me. Um, how about you, Mrs. Gray or Ms. Gray? Oh, yeah. Um, so I just shared um, with you girls. I don't know if you got it. Um, I sent it out to my kiddos, but it's a um, self-care um, kind of like teaching for you guys. Just, you know, practical things that you can um, kind of commit to maybe one a day. Uh, really cool things. Um, one of the things, oh, I have my... Um, my um, my vision board that I did last year. I took a picture of it um, a long time ago, like when we first did it, um, just so I can have it and kind of look back at it every once in a while. And I've I've like completed so many of these goals. Um, you know, I had on here. I bought I bought a new house. I the furniture that I put on there. I got um, you know a lot of the self care um, self help exercise things I've been doing. Um, so now I'm ready for like a new board, <laughs> all new things. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of the goals that I had in 20, um, I kind of knocked out this year. Um, I just, I don't know. I just want to continue like with exercise. And like you said, taking your vitamins, I, I want to feel healthy, more healthier. So yeah, that's one of my goals. I find that when we find ourselves stuck in a rut, and we feel as though we have a lot of bad habits. If you just all of a sudden wake up one day and say, I'm not doing any of this anymore. I'm going to be the new me and better and, and refined and so on and so forth. Well, that lasts about three days because you it just it's unrealistic because we already have our habits. And so what's important is to give yourself grace and do it slowly where each day or each week you're adding in a good habit because eventually the more good habits that you add into your schedule, there won't be time for the bad habits. And that goes the same for your eating and, and that sort of thing. If you were to be a, a person who ate fast food every single meal of the day, that's probably not the best habit to have. But if you slowly but surely, instead of three meals a day having a fast food item, if you had it twice a day and then one good choice, then eventually you're gonna to start to see and realize, you know, I felt better. And I find now, especially with COVID, cause I was one, I was a Chick-fil-A queen. 
and I still love Chick-fil-A, but I found, especially during the holiday season, their, um, their chocolate peppermint milkshakes to die for. Every time I went past there, I would have one. And that helped to cause me to gain a lot of my weight back. But all that aside, it also made me feel heavy and bloated and maybe wasn't the best choice. So now I allow myself one shake a year. And when I do that shake, it's a big celebration. And I invite people to join me and come on, let's sit in the parking lot. Let's cheers and toast and, and so on and so forth. But I found this year that I had my shake and I enjoyed it. There's no lying about that. But afterwards, I felt extremely full, extremely bloated, and I probably didn't have to have all of what I drank. I could have just had a taste of it and I could have satisfied that whole feeling like I needed to do that. So learning to do things in moderation and again, putting in the good things will take out the bad. Um, so how many of you remember uh, a time back in elementary and middle school when after lunch specifically, you had recess. How many of you have been outside today for recess? And this is a small short-term goal that I have started incorporating is from my house to the, the road that's next door to me. And it's, I think I can do it in 15 minutes where I can walk from my driveway to, and back. And for me, again, incorporating that exercise in just putting on my coat, gloves, hat, whatever, because it's cold outside and Carol doesn't do cold. But I can tell you that after I eat my lunch, I put on my coat, put on my tennis shoes, because I always get dressed to my shoes in the morning too. And that's a good practice to have as well, is to always get dressed all the way to your shoes, because then you feel as though you're complete and you're ready for whatever is coming your way. Again, it's that structure. So I go outside, walk down to the road and back, 15 minutes, it's done. How many minutes in the day do you have? I could do the math, but somebody else can do the math for me. You can take 15 minutes after your lunch and have a recess. And I know you have a tight schedule with school. Okay, so you have 1,440 minutes. In, now, is that in a 24-hour period? All right, let's be realistic in that. We're not awake 24 hours. How long are you awake? Say probably 16 hours. Okay, so if you should be getting eight hours of sleep, so how much does that leave you? Is that 16? So you have 960 minutes. Just out of that 960, can you spare 15 to go outside, breathe fresh air, walk, raise your heartbeat, get your blood pumping, and listen to the birds, see what's going on around you, and have recess. Absolutely. So even if you are having a sandwich for lunch or something like that, take it with you if you feel that you don't have that 15 minutes. Take the time to go outside and breathe the fresh air. You will, you will feel amazing, I assure you. So there was a reason when you were in elementary school and middle school why you went outside. It was healthy. So take the time to do that for yourself. Okay, recess. So set a timer and focus. So Tabby gave us a little testimonial early on that she's been using the Pomodoro method. And she said, it's amazing. 
Has anyone else tried the Pomodoro method? Use your timer, set a timer and focus. Even if it's for 10 minutes, set that timer and say, I'm not doing anything else except this right here, right now, blinders. There's a reason they put blinders on horses. I'm focusing on this moment. Use these techniques because it's going to help you. Have a morning routine. You're journaling. You know, I'm one to always talk about journaling because it's a good thing. I celebrate that all of you are back here because this is very important to me to be able to share this with you. And I appreciate you and that you trust me and my guidance and my wisdom of of whatever it is that I can give you and, and help you with. So I'm glad that you're back. And then we found our conversation switched over to movies and what was a good show to watch. And before you knew it, another lesson was at hand. Really quick, Cobra Kai. That one how I might, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Cobra Kai goes back into to my uh, high school days. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And they're bringing back all the old characters. You know, the way that the writers wrote you just you either loved a character or you didn't and it was based on what you were told and think about this in life in general and as far as what tv tells you and and what they allow you to see and they they kind of tell you how to think and then in the same context with these new series of cobra kai where the bad guy now all of a sudden you're feeling this empathy for him and it's like oh he you're understanding a little bit deeper into why he did some of the things that he did and and where you ha it gives me goosebumps because when you thought that he was such a terrible person he did things based on other circumstances mm, and environmental good. and and things like that and and how often can you apply that to your own life and where you pass judgment on other people thinking, oh, well, they're just terrible. Well, you don't know, what, again, what's under that iceberg and what's making that person tick. And so having watched all of the, the movies before and then watching this series now, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a good series. I heard something yesterday that I want to share with you guys. Um, just along those lines, um, there was one person that said that... Um, somebody was angry. So like her boyfriend was angry. And um, she said, instead of asking him, you know, why are you angry? Why are you upset? Um, she asked them, why are you sad? Because a lot of, you know, people who are angry, you know, lash out or people that you judge, they could just be, you know, underneath like sad. So like whenever you encounter that person, instead of asking, what, what's your problem? Why are you so, you know, extra or whatever? You can um, ask, why are you sad, you know? That's I, know, I thought it was very true. Yeah. Well, and there's so just the emotions in general that could cause other emotions and that underlying, that's really, that's great advice. Mm -hmm. Just to un, instead of putting our own perception and what we're feeling on someone, try to use that empathy and understand why are they feeling the way that they do. You know, a friend of mine who recently lost someone um, she told me, she said, <clears throat> you know, the hardest part was I had finally gotten myself together and I had, I had my stuff in order and then they had to go through the visitation. And she said, everyone else that was coming through that line, they, they were dealing with their own emotions and I had myself straight. 
and and I was I was in check and she said I didn't want their stuff on me and so I take that as as being mindful of not putting our own stuff on other people and being aware that other people are going through their own stuff and it's not us to hold for them we can help them through it but it's not up to us to take hold of that baggage and carry it we can help them maybe learn how to put it down. So that was the end basically of our, our Zoom call that day. And I wanted to, to just kind of bring it back and share it with you. Even though it's technically a year old, the information is still really, really good. So I hope you enjoyed it and we'll talk next time. <laughs>